It started as a joke about Adelaide. But add a little bit of Montaigne. A dash of the human instrument, Tom Thumb. It's the entertainment that the whole family can enjoy. A healthy serving of the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra. And three kings from South Australia. And the gag became an anthem. Well, Montaigne, let's go. This week, we're diving into one of the songs you voted into Triple J's Hottest 100 of the Decade, Hilltop Hoods 1955. Suffer, Pressure and DJ Debris are going to walk you through their love letter to small towns everywhere. I'm Lucy Smith. This is Inspired. You guys ready to take this beast on? Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we put ourselves in this position, I guess. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Starting with 2016. Mm-hmm. Where are Hilltop Hoods at before the release of this track? I think we just finished uh, Walking on the Stars record. Set it on as sun from the morning sun number through the streets. Looking at doing a restrung remake of that record and the one we did before it, Drinking from the Sun. Something to do between records, hang out with our friends from the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> and what was the idea in the pocket? What were you working with? Well, we, we want to do a track about our hometown. It's kind of from two angles. It's how we see our hometown like the positives and how other people see our our hometown a bit through the not so positives and trying to put them both through the same prism sort of thing. There are things to enjoy here you won't find anywhere else in the world. Adelaide, South Australia, it's got that feeling. This concept of 1955 and a moment in time was this inspired by a comedy show I read? Man, maybe it was. It's been so long. I believe you said it was a quote from Dylan Moran. Is this the place where you order books from for when you want to sell them from your bookshop? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, you're right. I went and saw Dylan Moran. Oh, he pronounces it more. Moran? No, no, I've been saying it wrong my whole life until I saw him say his name. Dylan Moran? I think that's how he pronounces it. Anyway. I think, I think he pronounces everything with a fairly thick Irish. Don't worry. But he, he was, yeah, he was he was saying how nice it was to visit our lady because he always wondered what 1955 was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I took that on the chin. I was like, I wasn't offended. I was like, because that's kind of nice in a way. And that's 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 the that's the track. It's well that's like, where the core lyric came from. Yeah. I think you took the backhand and compliment and made something positive out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Time moves a little slower here. Take feels like a week, a week it feels like it could go a year. Let's talk about these intros here. If you're feeling low, then give it a go. <laughs> Try to land direct from the transistor radio in your lounge room. It's the entertainment that the whole family can enjoy. Well, I say looking slick will do the trick, so try Barry's Brill Cream today, today, today. It's got that vintage radio feel. 
Talk to me about these. So this is Tom Thumb behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the idea to have like the faux commercials throughout the track. And Tom's perfect because Tom is a human mimic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the mimic, but he can recreate any sound he hears and sort of hit him up with a directive with a short amount of time. And he jumped in his, like his home studio out in the bush in Queensland. And um, he threw together about 20 of those. Out across the country, they came in waves of thousands upon thousands of flying discs descending from the planet Mars. For the closest shave, try a Wilson's razor today. Today. He sent those all through in a day and, like, crushed it. And um, he also sent through parts for the humming and the horn parts. Like, we wanted horn parts in there. He was a really big uh, part of the track. And we also have the voice... Of this incredible woman. No matter where I go, where I go, this will always be home. No matter where I go, where I go, this will always be home. I want to say why Montaigne, but I feel like it's pretty obvious. The pipes on her are ridiculous, but why Montaigne? Um, so I'd written the hook. I, w- I went out to dinner with my wife and I was like, oh, I want this sort of voice for this hook. And what I was imagining is someone with sort of like Sia's range. But we'd done a song with Sia and I didn't like our chances of getting Sia on another song. And she's like, have you seen this? And she showed me the Triple J like a version of Montaigne doing Chandelier. like that's perfect so i hit up our manager and he reached out almost see it (laughs) (laughs) but jess is jess is amazing matt kind of danced out of the studio and on that (laughs) about the second take where i was having coffee in the kitchen it was like she's nailing it (laughs) well it's not very often like in a studio situation that someone does something that you've pictured in your head exactly how you've pictured it in your head and she's like she's got such great control over her voice and her cadence and everything. Yeah. It was just so easy and so good. No matter where I go, where I go, this will always be It's funny you say the stripped back thing because I think you can really hear that. You've got... And then even just in the verses... Like they're just kind of noodling on those ones. You noodling, know? that's you great. Know I mean? I'm taking that term with yeah. me. Well, <laughs> I think the directive was just to kind of follow the piano line and don't overdo it, which is I think why the, the production works so well because it's a bit understated. Yeah, and it's not it's not dominating anything in the song. It's complementing. And these sounds from Montaigne as well. I think throughout. <laughs> was that something that you always wanted to have, or did you feel it would needed to be added later? We do this thing when we get guest vocalists in where, like, we finish, we rap, like, you know, on whatever they've done there. We're like, 
Can you just give us like some oohs and ahs and like loop the track up four or five times and then we sort of pick moments? More noodling. (laughs) (laughs) It works. (laughs) We've got Montaigne, we've got Tom Thumb, we've got all the bits and pieces, the production, the orchestral arrangement. Tell me how it all comes together. It all starts to make sense when once it's mixed, Mm. um, songs really come to life. It takes a week or two to resonate with you once it's kind of been mixed and mastered of whether you're happy with it. Yeah. I go through a, a separation process of just rinsing like the mix and then not listening to it for a very long time. But that was the first time I've heard a recording of that song for a couple of years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We perform it live all the time, but I'm not trying to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> we only really hear it when we do it live or rehearse it. So the song itself. Number two on the Aria Singles chart, even here at Triple J. That one got in at number four in the Hottest 100 of 2016. The song resonates with people. How did it feel for you to see how much it was connecting? It was great. And, it, like, it, it was, I mean, it's part of our canon or history, whatever now, but it wasn't at the time when it came out. It was something different for us, I feel. Yeah, it was really different, actually. Who's here from a small town? Okay. Is that live audio from the moment? It is. I don't know how many of them are from a small town. You know what? Everyone likes to be from a small town when, when the song's playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Sydney. I'm from a small town. <laughs> I'm from Wollongong. That's regional, right? I've been to a small town. I guess you're I in a small like. town in, in comparison to Sao Paulo or something <laughs> like that. Well, let's talk about that. You know, how do you think this song is specifically connected with people from small towns? What's the energy that you share with people from small towns? I, th- I think, you know, having not written the song, that even even people that are not from a small town can still connect with that kind of the, the nostalgia in the song and they feel connected to that song and that's why, you know, when you ask that question live, that even if you were in Melbourne or Sydney or, you know, a city bigger than that overseas, that people love to sing along to that song. Yeah. And it really is a sing-along. Did you know it was going to be like that when you were making it? No, 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 no. I'm glad it is, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hilltop Hoods, Suffer, Pressure and DJ Debris with an ode to their hometown, 1955. That was voted in at number 36 in Triple J's Hottest 100 of the Decade. And we've uncovered the stories behind some other favourites from the past 10 years as well. Like Rufus Do Souls in a Bloom, Amy Shark's Adore, and Ballpark Music's It's Nice to Be Alive. Like, subscribe, and check those out in the Inspired feed. I'm Lucy Smith. This podcast is produced by Nick Gerber. Thanks for tuning in.